Welcome to our August worship night. You can find this on both YouTube and Spotify. After this reflection, there is a playlist that is a mix of new and old songs. If you're joining us on YouTube, the link for Spotify is in the description of the video. And if you're on Spotify, the YouTube playlist can be found through the Christchurch Purley website. I encourage you to use the playlist however you feel led. You can listen to it straight through, skip songs, repeat them, pause it, or come back later in the week. As you watch this video and use the playlist, let Holy Spirit guide you in that response. Sing a new song, dance, you could draw, you could write a word cloud, you could make something or sit completely still and in silence. You could spend the whole time flat on your face. No one is watching. You can be completely free. If you want to share any artwork or creations, feel free to do so on Christchurch Collective. And if you have any words or pictures, please email them to the church office. What do you find hard to resist? Is it saying yes to going out or seeing people when you should probably have an early night? Is it dancing or singing along to music when you hear it? Or maybe like me, it's being told not to do something that makes you want to do it all the more. If I visit an old house or a castle, I'm always desperate to know what's behind the little wooden doors that say no entry, because uh, I always think that they must be hiding something really interesting or important, and I want to know what's inside. If you are someone who has chosen to follow Jesus, I wonder what was it that first drew you to him? What was it about him that was so irresistible that you said yes to him, that made you want to know more about him? Time and again in the New Testament, we see how people are drawn to Jesus, often going in the face of tradition and custom and social divides. In Mark 5, we see a woman who has been bleeding for 12 years, who was ritually unclean, braving crowds and defying custom because she thought if I could just touch his clothes, I'd be healed. In Luke 10, we see Mary, so keen to sit at Jesus' feet and listen to him, to be in his presence, that she's willing to put aside what is expected of her and probably risk annoying her sister to be able to be close to him. In Luke 19, we see Zacchaeus drawn to finding out who Jesus was, climbing a tree just to see him and in his presence being changed completely. In John 3, Nicodemus, a Pharisee, seeks Jesus out at night to speak with him and with him is shared the beauty of God's saving grace. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. And in John 4, Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at the well. He sees her and knows her and speaks truth over her and that leads her not only to being drawn into relationship with him but to bringing those around her into his presence too. 
In our busy lives, feeling heard or truly listened to and feeling seen and feeling known are sometimes things we don't realise we're missing out on. But when you meet someone who is an amazing listener or who acknowledges you or encourages you in something that often goes unnoticed or remembers something you told them a month ago or actively seeks to include you, you feel drawn to them. Those people are people we want to be around. It is likely that for each of us, it will be something different that captivates us when we look at Jesus. And for many, that will change throughout life. Maybe it's the tension of him being fully God and fully man. Maybe it's his compassion or his example of and invitation to a radically subversive way of peaceful living. Maybe it's the awe of Jesus, our saviour, or the comfort of knowing him as shepherd or friend. In the Gospels, we see Jesus listening to people, asking what they want, telling stories to help people understand, to make his message inclusive, teaching anyone and everyone, rich, poor, Jew, Samaritan, woman, man. He knows the people he interacts with and speaks truth into their lives. To me, that truth is irresistible, and even more so is the grace that Jesus offers me. I'm drawn to his righteousness, his holiness, his gentleness, to the love he shows and the hope he brings. The closer I get to Jesus, the more I want to be near him, to sit at his feet, to ask him questions, to catch a glimpse of him and to be made whole in his presence. The more I want to learn about him and be close to him and worship him. So take some time to dwell on Jesus, on all the things he says about himself, on the example he sets for us, and let yourself be reminded of what draws you to him. As I was dwelling on this theme, I came across an article by someone called Ingrid Barrett. In it, she says, religion is the tendency to add extra burdens to God's love. But where there is condemnation, Jesus brings acceptance. Where there is turmoil, Jesus brings peace. Where there are rules, Jesus brings freedom. And where there is rejection, Jesus brings acceptance. And total acceptance is irresistible. Let's pray. Jesus, you are holy. You are good. You are truth. You are beautiful. You are captivating. You are the creator of all things. Thank you for knowing us intimately. Thank you for your saving grace. Thank you for loving us. And as we press into your word and we worship you for who you are, may we be drawn ever more to you. Word became flesh, light of the world, prince of peace, friend, Lord and saviour. Amen. Let's worship our incomparable, amazing, irresistible Jesus. <laughs>